Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Kind World from WBUR. I'm Erica Lance. As a young boy in Mechanicsville, Virginia, Nate Matheny had a habit of disappearing. Nate had a tendency to wander. He'd sneak out the back door um, if you didn't keep an eye on him, and he would go onto people's front porches, and if they had wind chimes, he would just stand under their wind chimes and listen to the wind chimes chime. (laughs) That's Nate's dad, Kevin Matheny. Nate was always drawn to sound, partly because he had Williams syndrome. It's a genetic condition that involves developmental delays and heart problems, and people with Williams syndrome often have hypersensitive hearing. At six years old, Nate couldn't talk, but he sang or hummed almost all the time. One day, Nate seemed irritable. He couldn't use words to tell his parents what was wrong, but clearly something was. That evening, his parents looked at the couch and Nate wasn't humming. In fact, he wasn't moving. His lips had turned blue. Nate's sister, Caroline, was nine years old at the time and remembers it clearly. I just got back home from my daycare after school and I was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and like my parents started freaking out because they realized that he wasn't breathing and and they were on the phone with 911, and the 911 was telling them how to do CPR until they got there. And my mom noticed me just standing there looking in fear, so she shoved me into the office to watch my show. Her parents rushed him to the hospital as word about Nate spread through town. I was at dinner at Applebee's with my family of five going through my Facebook feed. Tamara Letter knew Nate's mom, Diane, in high school. I saw Diane post a request for prayer. Nate's heart had stopped, and they were trying to revive him. And we placed our orders at our restaurant, and my world continued on, and her world completely stopped. Nate's parents always feared this day might come, but they didn't expect it to happen so quickly. The local hospital tried to prep Nate to take a helicopter ambulance to UVA, but they couldn't seem to stabilize him. And after just a few hours, Nate died. Nate's older sister, Caitlin, remembers seeing their dad the next day. For years, he'd given Nate his morning meds. He woke up really early and he's like, what do I do with my mornings now? I just remember actually seeing him cry for the first time. And him just looking desperate for what to do next. Three days later, Tamara that woman at Applebee's, was at Nate's wake, thinking of his mother, Diane. 
I felt the weight of that loss, and it just felt so heavy. I wanted to help, but I didn't know how. She mentioned this to another woman. And as the two of them stood next to Nate's casket, they formed a plan. They decided that, for one year, they would shower Diane's family with anonymous acts of kindness. And they'd recruit other women in different corners of Diane's life to join them. We created a Facebook group. I chose five ladies, and Michelle chose five ladies. That was it. They called themselves the Secret Sisters. Each of the 12 women was assigned a month, and for that month, they'd commit to three things. Pray for Nate's family every day, send small gestures of love throughout the month, and give one larger gift, all anonymously. Nate's parents remember getting that first card, signed, from the Secret Sisters. We uh, immediately began investigating <laughs> as to who these people were. <laughs> that looks like so-and-so's handwriting. <laughs> and thus began the stream of anonymous notes and gifts from the Secret Sisters. Tamara says she and the others usually made deliveries under the cover of darkness. I was terrified that I would drive by their house and they would recognize my car. You know, when was the last time you ding-dong ditched somebody as a 40-year-old? It was always a joy getting ready to go out the door and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, <laughs> there's, a, there's a basket on the front porch or there's something hidden in the mailbox or there's something... Um, <laughs> on where, the hood of my car. On the hood of the car. Yeah. Uh, they were really creative. The family was given crafts, food, and gift cards to movies and bowling alleys and restaurants, things to distract them from their grief. It touched Diane that these mysterious givers knew her son so well. For example, Diane received one gift in particular that reflected Nate's obsession with ladybugs. She opened the package to see a set of wind chimes, just like the ones Nate used to wander off to find. Small ladybugs dangled among the chimes. I just started crying. I mean, it, it was joy mixed with grief. Nate was still being remembered. You would hear those chimes go off just about every day, it, it seemed like. And it was just a subtle reminder that that's something Nate loved. A year after Nate's death, his family received a large stuffed envelope from the Secret Sisters. We're like, oh, what's it going to be now? And um, it was a puzzle. When they put the jigsaw together, they saw an invitation to a picnic at the park. It was finally time to meet the Secret Sisters. The day of the party, the 12 women from different parts of Diane's life gathered nervously under a shelter at the park, waiting to finally reveal themselves. Then, Diane and her family arrived. They got out of their car and they scanned across and saw all of us standing there. It really was an overwhelming moment. We all pretty much were in tears. Then they reminisced together about a year that had turned from terrible sadness to deep joy. It was the best thing that could come out of a horrible situation. Looking at all the friends who had gathered, Tamara saw that over one year, a little idea had turned into something big. I realized that the seemingly small things that we do in life matter. You can find more Kind World stories by subscribing to the podcast. 
or at wbur.org slash kindworld. Share your story by emailing me at kindworld at wbur.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Erica Lance.